What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode number 17 of Sports Talk Buffalo. In this episode, we're going to talk about the Buffalo Sabres' new head coach, Ralph Kruger. We're also going to talk about the current Buffalo Sabres roster, along with some AHL players that might be able to fill some holes for the Buffalo Sabres in this upcoming season. Stick around. You're not going to want to miss this episode. Before we continue on with this episode, I just want to say, if you like what you're hearing, share me with your friends and family. Let them know that they can hear me on any of the major podcasting websites, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, right here on Anchor. Let them know they can also follow me on Twitter at SportstalkBuffalo716. I also want to say thank you to those who have listened to me and continue to listen to me on a weekly basis. Now let's jump into the rest of the episode. As always, let's kick off the start of the show with some top stories from around sports. In the NFL, Patrick Peterson has been suspended for the first six games of the 2019 NFL season for violating the performance-enhancing drug policy. Also in the NFL, the New York Jets have fired GM McCagnin, sorry if I'm saying that wrong, and named Adam Gase interim GM. In the NHL, the Boston Bruins have swept the Carolina Hurricanes. No surprise there, as many people predicted that that would happen. To earn a trip to the Stanley Cup Final, where they will play the winner of the St. Louis and San Jose series, that series is currently tied at two games apiece. The worst news of the week comes on May 15th, as Buffalo Bills superfan Azra Castro, a.k.a. Pancho Bila, passes away after a long battle with cancer. Mr. Castro was diagnosed with stage 4 pancreatic cancer in 2018. Ezra Castro and his story were brought to the forefront of the NFL as the third round of the 2018 draft. The Bills invited him on stage to announce their third round pick, Harrison Phillips. Complications kept him from attending the 2019 draft, but Bills GM FaceTimed him and let him call in their first round pick at Oliver. Ezra Castro is survived by his two children, just six and three years old, and his longtime girlfriend. Mr. Castro was just 39 years old. That's going to do it for Top Stories this week. Stay tuned as we're going to discuss the 19th head coach in Buffalo Sabres history. All right, welcome back to Sports Talk Buffalo. Let's jump right into things. Buffalo Sabres finally end their coach watch when they announced the hire of Ralph Kruger, a name that has seemingly came uh, come, of, come out of nowhere uh, in the head coaching search. There are many other names in the coaching search, names such as Elaine Vigneault, Joel Quinville, and Todd McClellan, but the Sabres have settled on Ralph Kruger. Ralph Kruger was the Swiss men's hockey coach from 1997 and 98 until the end of the 2010 Winter Olympics. He also led the Swiss Swiss national team to a 2002, 2006, and 2010 Olympic appearances, and he also was the head coach for several world championships. Kruger joined the Oilers as an associate coach in 2010 and was promoted to head coach in 2012-2013 in the shortened NHL season. 
He had a record with the Edmonton Oilers of 19-22-7. Ralph Kruger also coached Team Europe at the 2016 uh, World Championships, which uh, they finished in second place. They were the big surprise team of the tournament and had a very strong tournament. After that, he served as an executive in charge of the Southampton entry in the British Premier League. Yes, he moved on to the front office of a soccer team overseas, which is kind of a surprise considering he had has multiple years of uh, hockey coaching experience. He served as Tom Rennie's associate coach for Edmonton for the first two seasons prior to the 2012-2013 season. A little bit of news that I wasn't quite aware of until researching it a little bit. Kruger was not necessarily banished from the NHL after being fired via Skype um, from the Edmonton Oilers after just one season. Kruger was offered the Penguins head coaching job in 2014. However, Kruger would reject that job and remain overseas in Europe in the front office for the uh, Southampton and British Premier League. Out of all the names of coaches that you have heard of, was Ralph Kruger one of your top picks? And I can honestly say that he wasn't. I didn't even know the name Ralph Kruger. If we're being honest, as many Sabres fans probably didn't know who he even was and had to look up many facts about him after the hire was announced. Ralph Kruger, like I said, certainly was not my first choice. Honestly, my first choice would have been Sheldon Keefe, who was the head coach of the Toronto Marlies. He's been the head coach of the Toronto Marlies from 2015 until the present. He won the Calder Cup with the Marlies in 2018. There's been nothing but good things said about Sheldon Keefe and the fact that he continuously puts his players in positions to, for each and every one of them to, to succeed. He is a very detailed and goal-oriented head coach, and he gets deep into the analytics, which helps him be able to place his, his players in the best possible position for each one of them to be able to succeed on the ice. And that is a very, uh, a very big thing that I look for in my head coach is somebody that has their fingers on the pulse of the team and understands each player and their their pros and their cons and their limitations out there on the ice and will be able to put them in a, in positions to succeed out there on the ice. That's why I, I believe Sheldon Keefe was my first choice uh, for the Buffalo Sabres head coaching vacancy. Something that I thought of while preparing the notes for this episode and a question I would like to pose to everyone, you can respond to me on Twitter at SportstalkBuffalo716 if you feel like I'm wrong in this. But do you think the Sabres hired Ralph Kruger because the other notable head coaches that were mentioned all rejected the job and signed with other teams? Coaches such as Elaine Vigneault, Joel Quinville, and Todd McClellan. Do you basically think that the Sabres were hand was forced into hiring Ralph Kruger, or do you just think that Jason Botterill wanted to do something that was out of the box? 
and wanted to hire a head coach that was not necessarily a retread of all the other coaches in the NHL. And do you think that he did a good job in hiring Ralph Kruger? I myself am going to reserve the right to hold my opinion on Kruger until further notice, basically. The Sabres have had far too many coaches come in and fail over the last few years for me to be able to really get excited about any hire that the Sabres would have, especially one that hasn't coached in the NHL since 2012-2013. I think that he needs to come in here and have a good start and, and really get this team going in the right direction. Now, a couple of things that I do like about Ralph Kruger is they said that he is a very good communicator. He gets to know his players on a personal level, not just a professional level. And that, in my opinion, helps players want to go to the mat for this head coach. Another thing I kind of liked about Ralph Kruger was the approach that he had uh, before accepting the job here in Buffalo. What had happened and the story came out was that Kruger quietly visited the Buffalo area during the NHL playoffs and went from bar to bar to try to get uh, a feel for how passionate and dedicated the Buffalo Sabres fans are. Ralph Kruger called his experience enlightening. Him and his wife both realized how passionate and dedicated Buffalo Sabres fans are and thought that this was a great opportunity to come back into the NHL and continue coaching. Now that Ralph Kruger has been hired, what do you think some of his top priorities should be going into the season or going into the next few weeks, I should say? I think the first thing that he should attempt to do is build a relationship with Jeff Skinner and try to help him re-sign here in Buffalo. I don't think the Buffalo Sabres can afford to lose yet another piece, especially one that scored 40 goals this year. I know that Jeff Skinner had a long span of uh, goalless games. I think he scored one goal in his in 23 games or something like that in a, in a, in a 23 game span. And obviously that's not a good thing, but that can help the Sabres at the bargaining table and maybe be able to bargain to get him for a cheaper price. That brings me to another question is, what are you willing to pay for Jeff Skinner at this point? Evander Kane has similar stats to Jeff Skinner, and he makes about $7 million a year in San Jose. Now, I do believe that Jeff Skinner is more of a pure goal scorer, has more speed and skill than Evander Kane. So what price do you think that that commands for the Buffalo Sabres? I think I would be comfortable with signing Skinner to somewhere around a uh, 8.5 to $9 million a year contract uh, in order for him to stay in Buffalo. I don't think that, I don't really like the Sabres' chances of re signing Jeff Skinner, which is not a good thing. I give it less than a 50 50 chance. I think Jeff Skinner wants to go to a team that is poised to win and win right now, and he also wants to get paid. And I think that there will be a little bit of a bidding war in order to get Jeff Skinner. I think the one saving grace would be is that Jeff Skinner is from the Toronto area. And playing in Buffalo gives him and his family the opportunity 
um, to have him bring them to the Buffalo Sabres games and watch him play and and really be uh, involved with his you know with his family a lot more. What is another top priority that I think Ralph Kruger has is he needs to hire a coaching staff. He needs to get on and, and hire some quality assistants that can really help him build this thing and get it going in the right direction. And the third thing that I think he really needs to do is help identify which players the Sabres have right now and what players that they may need to be able, you know, may need to bring in to fit maybe assist the system that he likes to play that can help the Sabres win. And do you think that there are any players here uh, that can fill the holes that the Sabres need? I'm not so sure. Stick around the next segment. We'll talk about some of the players that the Sabres have here, who I think the Sabres should keep, and who I think should get promoted from the AHL into the NHL. All right, welcome back to segment number two of Sports Talk Buffalo. In this segment, I'm going to go over some of the players I think the Sabres have already in their system that could potentially fill some of the holes in the in the Buffalo Sabres roster. We're going to start with Victor Olofsson. Obviously, Victor Olofsson, he was a seventh round draft pick uh, this past season in the AHL in Rochester. He had 30 goals. 33 assists in just 66 games played. He did get the promotion at the end of the season and showed that he could play in the NHL as he scored two goals and two assists in just six games played. Another guy that's kind of on the boundary of being a really, really good AHL player, but not quite understanding how to translate his skill into the NHL is CJ Smith. Now in the AHL, CJ Smith was second in our on the Rochester Americans in scoring. He had 28 goals and 30 assists in just 62 games. He did play 11 games with the Buffalo Sabres. However, he was only able to manage just two goals. Another player, the Sabres desperately, desperately need to be able to step up and fill a void, possibly in the top six role, is Alex Nylander. Alex Nylander has been underwhelming, to say the least. Underwhelming. In the AHL this past season, he had 12 goals and 19 assists for 40, er, in 49 games played. Now again, he came up to the NHL and he showed some flashes. He showed that he has the skill set to be able to play in the NHL. It's just him being able to do it on a consistent basis. In the NHL, he played 12 games this past year. He had two goals and two assists for four points. As I stated, he shows flashes of the guy that we picked number eight overall just a few short years ago, but I just don't know if he's ready to be able to put it all together. I think he needs to show me that he can do it for a full season or at least a half a season in the AHL for him to be able to come up and contribute to the Buffalo Sabres on a consistent basis. 
a guy that I think will absolutely end up making this team out of training camp is defenseman Lawrence Pilot. Now, I stated this in earlier podcasts that I think that Phil Housley was making a mistake by dressing Scandella and not dressing Lawrence Pilot. Now, Lawrence Pilot, he did have some shaky games, but at the point the Sabres were at, they weren't really going anywhere. I think it would have been best to let Pilot kind of work his way through that and give him good coaching and, and be able to help him through his difficult time to be able to get him ready for this season. Now, obviously, Phil Housley, I, I don't know if maybe he's seen the writing on the wall or whatnot, but he real I don't think he did a I think he did a disservice to Lawrence Pilot by not playing him more in the NHL. Now Pilot had four goals, twenty-two assists, and just thirty games played in the AHL as a defenseman. And in 33 games in the NHL, he had one goal and five assists for six points. Now, if he can clean up the defensive part of his game a little bit, he got I thought he got beat a little bit too often. I think he can be a real contributor in a 5-6 defenseman role, maybe even a 3-4 defense role, but we'll see in the upcoming season. Another player that I think that could really help the Sabres, and I think that he will actually make the team also out of training camp, is Casey Nelson. Casey Nelson played 38 games for the Buffalo Sabres last year. He had one goal and five assists for six points. He was the only player to play for Buffalo last season to have a plus-minus above zero or one and not in the negatives. Casey Nelson was a plus-one in 38 games on an abysmal team, which goes to show that he uh, has the ability to be able to to play a very solid defensive game, especially in a 5-6 or maybe even, again, a 3-4 role. Another guy that I think the Sabres really need to step up uh, is Tage Thompson. Tage Thompson had... Most of his season in the NHL, he played 65 games in the NHL. He had just seven goals and five assists. Now, I know that he didn't spend a majority of his time on line number one and line number two, but in the opportunities that he got on those lines, he didn't really do a whole lot. He didn't do really a whole lot all season long, and I thought that he should have been sent down to the AHL much, much sooner. He needs to work on the defensive part of his game. And again, another player that needs to be able to perform consistently in the NHL. Tage Thompson is just 21 years of age. When they did send him to the AHL, he had a good few games. He had six goals and three assists for eight points, or six goals and three assists for nine points in eight games um, in the AHL. Some of the players that I think need to go for the Buffalo Sabres, of course, are going to be Zemgis Gjorgensens. Uh, he had just 17 points in 72 games. Now, obviously, playing on that fourth line, you're not going to get a whole lot of production out of uh, a guy who's got limited minutes. Uh, same thing with a Johan Larson, uh, 14 points in 73 games. Again, a guy who's on the fourth line and who doesn't particularly get a lot of minutes. 
Um, so I, honestly, 17 points and 14 points for your, on your fourth line is not bad. I just think that they have been around this losing culture far too long and they don't, they haven't really grasped how to win games in the NHL. And I don't know if there's a spot for them on the roster. Um, they are kind of plug and play pieces. I think that we can find guys just as good, uh, if not better to, to fill those third and fourth line roles. Another guy that needs to desperately go is Vladimir Sabotka. He had 13 points in 69 games, and I, for the life of me, I don't know why Phil Housley kept rolling him out there. Uh, it was an absolutely miserable season watching guys like that play for the Buffalo Sabres all season long. And this is the biggest key, I think, of the offseason. It is finding a number two center. The centers on this team right now are as follows. Jack Eichel, clear-cut, no doubt, number one center on your team. He had 82 points in 77 games. He would have been, uh, he was over a point per game uh, for the first time in his career, a career high in goals, assists, and points. The second uh, leading center in this group in terms of points would have been Evan Rodriguez. Evan Rodriguez had 29 points. Look at that drop-off from your first-line center to potentially your second-line center in terms of points. From 82 to 29. Now, 29 points might work as a third-line center or fourth-line. That would be fantastic production for a fourth-line center. But this doesn't work at as a second-line center. The other two centers the Sabres have are Casey Middlestad, who had 25 points, and Johan Larson, again, who had 14 points. Now, Casey, Nel- or Casey Nelson, Casey Middlestad has shown the ability to be able to, to dominate sometimes. Again, I, as I stated in the beginning of the year, he just wasn't ready for that second line center role. He just wasn't ready. I think he needed either another year in college or if he was not satisfied uh, to keep going to college, he needed another year to develop and, and they should have stashed him in the AHL. But of course, you know, they got rid of Ryan O'Reilly. So that kind of put the Sabres in a bind in terms of centers that were available to play uh, for the Buffalo Sabres. He had just 25 points, uh, a very, very disappointing season for Casey, Casey Middlestat. A guy I think they need to have a big, big leap if they are going to be in playoff contention. So obviously, like I stated, the biggest need for the Buffalo Sabres going into the offseason, it might not necessarily be defense or some secondary scoring because I think Victor Olofsson can be on that second line provided Jeff Skinner signs uh, with the Buffalo Sabres. If Jeff Skinner doesn't sign, maybe Victor Olofsson can jump up and play with Jack Eichel and Sam Reinhart on that top line. And maybe C.J. Smith or Alex Nylander can slot in on that second line and give you some good production out of there. Um, Other than that, they're kind of thin. They're very thin in terms of prospects that are really ready to jump up into the NHL and make a difference. So free agency is going to be a big, big deal for Jason Botterill in the offseason. That's all that's uh, going on this episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. I want to say thank you guys again for listening. If you like what you're hearing, 
Tell your friends and tell your family. They can hear me on any of the major podcasting websites, as I stated earlier, and they can also follow me on Twitter at SportsTalkBuffalo716. If you skipped through the ad uh, that I just put in this episode, Anchor has added voice messages that you can click on a link and send me a voice message from just about any device that you're listening to me on, and I can listen to them and respond to them and possibly even put them in, in future episodes. That's going to do it for this episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. Thank you guys for listening, and I want to leave on this note. Rest in peace, Ezra Castro. Viva Los Bills.